Welcome everybody to the Stogie Mania Podcast, Episode 7. Um, as you can tell, I am not Savage Steve. He is not hosting today, but he is here and he's sitting right in front of me. What's going on, everybody? To my right, we got the Don, our special guest. Yo, yo. And obviously to my left, the creator, Sean Lopes. What's good, everybody? Uh, as for myself, I don't officially have a name. My name apparently changes from podcast to podcast. I kind of like Mr. E. Why do don't we call you Mr. Podcast? Mr. Podcast. Why not? Something like that. Uh, I thought it was EC3, but I don't know. No, C- no, we, we keep... No, it just But that's gimmick we're infringement. Not trying to, we're not trying I don't want to get a lawsuit listen, on me. Listen, we're original. Like, that's the thing. Oh, Stogie Mania. Okay, okay. We're trying to do our own thing. So we got to figure... I'm going to sit down. I swear I'm going to figure this out. I think... I like Mr. E, but... Maybe Mr. Podcast. Don't you have me as Mr. E on your phone? I have you saved as Mr. <laughs> e on my phone. Yes, so that makes a lot of sense. So that's where you got the name. Yeah, Mr. E. I saved it. That's what we were called. dude. Check our first script. I think that's what Dave named him. I thought it was Sleazy E when or we did E-C- our first E or something. We did our first like no. I swear he saved it as Mr. E when we did our, like our first. We, we when we sat around and talked. Probably. We we reminisced about the podcast. I can't remember because that day it was like he, he knocked on my door at like four, four freaking a.m. <laughs> in the morning. I thought he was bluffing. Yeah, and no I, shit. So did he, I. I saw the text was like six a.m. Okay, guys, I'm here. I'm yeah, like, six I'm like, a.m. This is a lie. So I'm on I'm, a Sunday, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and so I'm messaging Sean. Sean, is this a lie? He's like, No, dude, he's here. I'm in. The, I'm getting in the shower right now. <laughs> and I'm like, Bumba. At least, at least he bought he bought me some breakfast. Yeah, he so, brought he bought yeah. you breakfast. He didn't buy me Jack. Yeah, but you guys <laughs> came two hours afterwards. <laughs> Well, well I that mean, was the time. Yeah, we were supposed to be here. If I think it was yeah, ten or we, eleven. We, yeah, we all was. agreed to be here for like no, it was like eight thirty or something. Oh, so okay. I'm at the gym, I think, at this point, and I'm getting these messages going. Is he really there? And I'm not. Sorry, no offense. I ain't fin- I'm gonna finish my workout then. Come, like I'll be there. But yeah, that was my opinion. But Dave's Dave's that kind of guy, man. That's why he's the enforcer. But he's like he's he's a, he's a he's a man. But he was awake. Oh, he's, he's always awake, awake, dude. For like three he's hours. He's awake at the weird, the worst times. <laughs> He has like two kids. I think. I it's mean, that. yeah. No, his, his, his no, construction his, life. Yeah, yeah. He's always up starts. by like four a.m. to be yeah. at work for like five or something. But, anyways, Edson, you want to get this show rolling or yeah, what? But well, I was going to ask you guys, what are you guys all smoking? Oh, good question. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm. Go- I went uh, cheapy cheapy today. I got a Bravo here. Uh, I believe it's a. Uh, what do they call it? the Churchill, right? Yep. See, I'm learning. I'm learning, kids. I got the Havana Castle House yeah. blend. That's the Don over there. And what do you got there, and, Sean? Uh, I'm smoking an Oliva, Connecticut, uh, graciously donated by Two Cent J Bebe. Yeah, Bebe. Yeah. Where are you at, Shout JJ? Shout outs. Shout out. Um, he's, he's at home with the kids, I believe. So right? we discovered that Steve here, one of his many hidden talents, is uh, what we call it, moisturing a cigar. Yes. Are you gonna fuck? Oh, it almost came out. I didn't say it didn't come out. You're gonna throw me under the bus like that, eh, son? Yes, sir. Okay, it's my yes, show. This I'm guy's already it. throwing jabs, Sean. Hey. This might be either hey. really, really good, or it might be really, really, really good. Didn't you? Didn't you, you say when you're? Down. Yeah. Didn't you yeah, say I when can't. you're the host, you make the rules? Yeah, I guess so. Hey, hey, let's hey. rock and roll. So today's podcast is going to be a little bit different than our other ones. Uh, we usually do like. Um, what's going on with the business or our reactions to uh, events that have happened or our excitement to uh, events that are upcoming. Today, I uh, decided to come up with, or and these guys were great enough to allow me to do this, an uh, opinion piece. Um, so I came up with the acronym of uh, STOGIE, which means state the opinion and get it evaluated. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw my STOGIE into the fire, so to speak, and I'm going to voice my opinion. And the, my friends here are my colleagues, my family, they're going to tell me if I'm right or if they agree or disagree with my opinion. He says he's going to throw a stogie into the fire. The guy is not even smoking a cigar right now. Just saying. It's a yeah. He's it's got verbal. A lot of opinions. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. I, miss, uh, I mean, he must have smoked it on the way here. That would be shit, you know how much money that would have dumped. How many cigars <laughs> I have here? Stogies. Jeez. All right, um, big boy. So, fire away. So we're going to start with the first one, and the first one is with all this hype with AEW and the Jericho signing. And I've listened to his podcast when he was by himself, uh, basically telling his opinion why he signed with AEW. And I can't help wondering if this could be, uh, was a mistake on his part to sign with AEW. And I'm not, obviously, we won't know until his contract's up after three years and whatnot, but why not talk about it now? Um, Because 
he says in his podcast that he was very close to signing with Impact Wrestling. Impact offered him millions of dollars. Um, and he was excited to work with guys like Sammy Callahan, Rich Swan, uh, John, Johnny Impact, and Brian Cage. But then he ended up signing with AEW. And he refers to himself as like the the thing that puts AEW over the top. He says, like, yo, I make AEW type of thing. I know that he doesn't say it directly like that, but he says, I put AEW over the top. And I disagree with that. And, uh, and this is why. All In sold out without Chris Jericho. We did not even know Chris Jericho was going to be there until he did his surprise with Pentagon and uh, Kenny Omega. And then he... No one even knew he was going to show up at the rally for Double or Nothing and for AEW until the very end. So nobody knew the events were sold out. And I don't think, I think he's not giving enough credit to Cody Rhodes, to the Young Bucks, to Kenny Omega, the guys who were starred, featured on this pay-per-views and on, on this company. They sold it out, not Chris Jericho, right? Now, you know, he talks about his buy rates when he main evented with Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom, they went up, uh, the subscription rate went up 40%, went from 60,000 to 100,000 subscribers for New Japan. They sold out, the arena sold out, they sold an extra 15,000 tickets when they made that match. So what I'm saying is, I don't think Chris Jericho puts AEW over the top. I think Chris Jericho is the cherry on top of AEW as a dangle, oh, we have Chris Jericho. But he is not the guy who puts it over the top. I think he's over he's he would be the guy who puts impact over the top. He would do all that. He would be more of an impact sort quote the pun for impact wrestling, not for AEW. So my my thing is, do you agree with Chris Jericho? Does he put AEW over the top or is he like what I'm saying? He's he's just a cherry on top to what's developing into a good promotion. Uh, I think he should have signed with Impact. I mean, y- Sean, you take the role. I, I I got a lot of shit to say, so you go ahead and you talk, guys. So I'll be last. Um, from what I, what I gather, you're giving a lot of credit to the roster itself. Yeah, I'm giving credit to the roster, the people who are advertised. Yeah, right. Um, no doubt. Uh, I think, I think he does credit it, but he comes out almost kayfabe-ish to to being the best. In in AEW, I think it's more kayfabe than anything. Um, he also had that that one podcast uh, on the boat for his <laughs> yep. cruise, right. where he put over uh, he put over all the elite, like pretty much right. every one of them, and he even said that he wants to be part of it. Right. Um, I think it's more kayfabe-ish than anything. Um, if he signed with Impact, it would have been it would have been just as good, in my opinion, because we get a lot of Impact north of the border in Toronto and stuff like that, and it would open the doors to uh, getting Jericho here. Right, and it's something we don't see often. Um, and yeah, he would have been a major star in Impact. I think he's not going to be the biggest star at AEW. I think there's more to come, and I think it might be Lesnar. Wow! For wow! Some, for some real? Stupid for reason. Real. I, have a, I have a feeling. Wow! Sean, yeah. turn your mic off. <laughs> well, kidding, Lesnar, the early dirt sheet on Lesnar is supposed to retire WrestleMania 36 from the WWE. Doesn't say from wrestling though. Don, you ready Maybe to go right? there, bud? What were you, well, Don? For me, I think like. Jericho's like in my eyes he's one of the legends like you know what I mean Granted. so like you see a lot of guys like like let's say like Ric Flair and Undertaker Goldberg they they just keep going and going and going as the years go on and like I just hope that Chris Jericho doesn't get to that point where he just shows up for the name and like like you actually want to see him do all his his like high flying stuff that he used to do, but when once you you get older and older, you know there's only so much you like you're limited to your move set and stuff. So I just hope that like with him still wrestling at this point in his career, that he can still do everything that he used to do that made everybody want to watch him. You know what I mean? Right. That's just that's my piece. So I just I just hope he stays the same. Chris Jericho that he was. You're looking for like uh, his his consistency in the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. Right. Is it my turn now? Yeah, go ahead, bud. All it's right, your so turn. My opinion. At the end of the day, Jericho is one of the goats, dude. Come on, far down. No, far down. He's okay. a generational athlete. No, you he's just, like Ric Flair. Oh, exactly. Like, so you just you just said to yourself, you listen to his podcast or whatnot. I guess you missed the one where he said um, he wants to do something that he hasn't done. 
which is starting in a company from scratch. He wants to build the walls to this company. I didn't hear that. That was his decision making. That was the reason why he signed. That was the reason why he signed. That's the reason why he's rolling with AEW. And he didn't. And another reason why he didn't go back to WWE is because he felt like he got. Dishonored, kind of. So for the whole Saudi Arabia thing, he was supposed to do the Undertaker match. Undertaker match, and because he took that extra match in New Japan, they reduced him to. They said you can't do both, but he had already signed with New Japan, and he had already gone to Saudi Arabia, had this promise, and then ended up in the Battle Royal or whatever it happened, Um, and that's what made him uh, make the final decision. Impact was there. Um, they did offer him. I was saying, yeah, no, no, no. Not signing with WWE was right. No, no, Don't absolutely, sign with no, no. But at the end of the day, uh, my understanding, and I believe also, if you just if you hear if you heard, I think he, I just listened to his podcast on the way here, and he was talking to Jungle Boy, and that's the reason. Same with Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy also um, was offered uh, other other uh, options, but he rather he wanted to go with AEW as well because it's never been done. Like right, starting from scratch. Uh, um, you, other yeah. other other companies have started, um, have, and had a foundation. These guys are starting from scratch. Uh, yes, I think, like Sean said, he is kayfaving a hell of a lot. He is playing that gimmick one thousand, and I love it. And taking full credit for it, selling all the seats. Now back to your all in thing. You're right. All in did sell out on their own without Jericho not even being booked on the show, but. They sold double or nothing out in four minutes this time with Jericho. No, Jericho wasn't announced at the time. Yes, he was. He showed up at the end of the podcast, at the end of the rally, and that's the same day they they sold out. They sold out the tickets. Double or nothing was with rally. Double or nothing was first before the rally. No, no, no. no. it was after the rally. It was after the rally. rally. Sorry. So I thought. I thought it was double the same or nothing, day or after double the Double or Nothing sold tickets the day of the second rally when Kenny Omega showed up and they booked the match then. Yeah, well, exactly. So that was at the end of the rally. Right. So and no then, one knew Jericho was there. Yes, they did. Yeah. No, because no one knew. Even Jericho's pocket said nobody knew I was there except for Kenny and they Cody. Didn't, they didn't sell tickets to the second rally. The second rally they The second rally when Jericho when they showed up. In Vegas. Jericho was there and then Omega showed up. They didn't know Omega was going to sign. Nobody oh. knew Omega was signing yet. Oh, I thought oh, yeah, the yeah. And then right yeah. after yeah, the tickets right. went on you're sale. Right. And they sold in four minutes. I mean, it might be a factor. It might not be. Everybody's anticipating something great. And, you know, right. I, in my eyes, AEW is going to be something great. I don't care what anybody tells me. I'm going to wait till the 25th. And then I'm going to wait from there on out to decide rather or not if this is going to be the elite like they say they are. I believe they're going to be 1,000% as you've heard me in the past. I am 1,000% all in. And uh, I'm ready and I'm I'm excited and I can't see. I can't wait to see Chris Jericho on this uh, on this platform because he's got full creative, and he hasn't had that ever since he went. He went to New Japan and had the creative side. Yeah, he had full creative, and that's why he right, stayed away from WWE. Even, exactly, but even then, there was still a little, um, I think, barrier of language, or even like um, not so much. Um, all you had to do was at the time was tell Don Callis and whoever was working right. in Japan what right. you were doing. That's right. all they wanted. Exactly. That's all they and, wanted. And to they know. basically made it happen. So, in my opinion, I think AEW is going to be nothing but that. Right. But will AEW still be AEW without Chris Jericho? So, like, what I'm trying to get at was this. Eventually, uh, sorry to cut you off. Eventually, I don't think Jericho's. I mean, I'm not saying he's old. He's saying he's in the best shape of his life. But man, like, you're going to get to a certain age where he's not going to want to wrestle anymore. And that's that's the point that I was trying to make. Like, he's going to be iconic for AEW, but he's still also going to have his place at WWE, even in New Japan. Hell, WCW, ECW. I just Smoky look- Valley Wrestling. Or was it Smoky, 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 Smoky Mountain? Mountain. Smoky sorry, Mountain sorry, Wrestling. Smoky Mountain. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, he's always going to be valued. Like I said, uh, off the hop, he's a goat. Yeah. No, one and I, the, don't, I, don't, I, and I don't argue with that at all. Like I said, he's a generational athlete. Like, I mean, generational. Like, there will never be another Chris Jericho that comes in and goes, right? And you talk about, like, he talks about how much he helped New Japan last year. And... What I'm trying to say is maybe if he was with Impact or maybe if he signed with AEW, he shouldn't be exclusive to AEW. I know he has with New Japan, but like, could you imagine if Chris Jericho was with Impact and then he still wrestled matches at AEW, just like how Pentagon and uh, Phoenix are doing, and still went to New Japan and still went around? Like, people would follow Chris Jericho around. I think I'm trying to pump up Chris Jericho. I was like, he is so good. He will help the wrestling business more if he's in more promotions. Like, and I'm trying to tell you that. AEW is this mountain, right? So AEW is this mountain that has an unlimited ceiling, 
right? So it was like he's not going to be as much of a profound impact to AEW as he would be for the the sport of professional wrestling if he was wrestling in New Japan, wrestling on Impact, and then wrestling on AEW. You get what I'm saying? Like I, I wish I, get, I understand. You know what of I mean? Like, I would have liked to see him do something like that. No, but absolutely. Right? And but he, he, like with Don Callis and whatnot, you don't think he could work out an agreement with Don Callis? Yeah, say, but hey, you, I'll be working all his multiple shows. And Don Callis probably would have gave it to him. Yeah, you're the go. How do you know? Hold on, but wait a second. Like, okay, we're four guys sitting here talking, reminiscing about wrestling, but we don't know on that aspect or on that on that side of the of of the river. Even he said he signed a contract. But he's also look. He did a, he did a promo for New Japan this weekend. Yeah, no, he said he's on his podcast. He's exclusively to AEW and New Japan. Okay, so he that's said, what he said. He that's said, but he didn't read out his contract. How do you know he doesn't have maybe like a couple shows for Impact? Like Callus is in on this AEW right? as well, dude. Yeah, there's got to be some hook or crook. Like maybe you know, I'm not saying a match or okay. I'd like to see a match. Who cares? Him against Callahan. Him against Cage. Him against. Uh, Johnny Morrison and he said he would like to do it himself right. man how do you know they're not going to book that on the boat Hopefully. he's doing the Chris Jericho cruise every year and cross promotion that way and as you've seen AEW's already picked up like they're they're cross promoting with AAA is it AAA or CMLL yeah, yeah. I always get that mixed up AAA yeah, AAA uh, uh, <coughs> wow from is it wow from J- China sorry uh, OWE OWE I'm sorry guys I'm not I know what I'm talking about I don't know the 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 actual promotions, the, acronym, yeah. the acronyms. Um, so they're right there. AEW is reaching out. They're not. I don't see them doing it by themselves. And I and I love the fact that I understand what you're saying. Yes, Chris Jericho has said he's he's with AEW in New Japan, but who knows, man? That you know, they could change that in a heartbeat. Right. right. They can change it. They can make a change within a year and say, oh, shit, we're not doing so well. We need to expand. We need to, you know, or oh, shit, we're doing really good, but we can do even this much better. If we go and maybe, um, I'm going to say, like, for instance, Impact, they did a cross-promotion with Lucha Underground. How do you think they picked up Ray Phoenix, Brian Cage, Ty Valkyrie, Johnny Morrison? Um, Sammy Callahan at one point was for was wrestling for Lucha Underground. They cross-promoted with them about two years ago, and that's where Impact, uh, Scott Demore and and uh, I believe and, and Don Callis as well, saw the talent and said, hey, you know what? You, they knew at the time, I think Lucha Underground is done for now. I'm not sure. Sean? No idea. I have no clue. I'm a huge Lucha Underground they, fan, but I haven't seen any season fought. No, I think it's five or six. I'm not sure if they're doing it, if they're going to do it, whatnot. But uh, at the end of the day, great promotion as well. But like I said, we haven't seen nothing of it. And if you noticed, a lot of the guys on Impact right now came from Lucha Underground. And or one New loop, Japan, right? Or New Japan. One loop scoop, man. Like Penta, Phoenix. Uh, like I said, Brian Cage, Ty Valkyrie, J- J- uh, Johnny Stogie. <laughs> Our boy Johnny Impact. Our boy Johnny Impact. Um, so I'm saying, in other words, like Cody, the Bucks, Kenny, uh, Tony Khan, all these executives, man, they're, 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 I believe, in my opinion, and you're going to say, yeah, I'm boosting AEW because I love AEW, which I do. But at the end of the day, I see, I, see, I see a bigger picture, though, at this point. Okay. You know what I mean? It's a fair point. I man. mean, they have the funds and the fundamentals, right? At my opinion, so was so, so, so did back, WC so back, do- back to Jericho, which which was the original question for your opinion. <laughs> yeah, before you went on a roller coaster. Hey, I told <laughs> you what my opinion was. What are you talking about? So in his mind, I said, Jericho did not make a mistake. I said Jericho did not make a mistake. Okay, because Jericho is technically yes, he's contracted to AEW, but at this point, it looks like AEW is doing business with everybody but the WWE. Right decision. Right. I make it. I'm. It's. It's. Crystal clear for me. I mean, that's what right, I was trying so to say. I was just trying to everybody here is basically thinking that he did not, and not, except for me. All right, fair enough. Sorry, Which Edson. Leads, hey, it's all right, man. More stogies <laughs> to burn. <laughs> <laughs> we got three going at once. Um, the next how one. Did how many did you bring, Don, with you this I time? I think I got about five in here. Okay, you might have to lend me one. <laughs> <laughs> so that would actually transition to the next topic of uh, AEW and being the elite. And the road to double or nothing. There are two YouTube channels that they use to promote uh, AEW and the pay per view coming up, double or nothing. And I've been following it. And for me, it's all over the place. Uh, you know, Kenny Omega's focus on, I think, uh, Fight of the Flaw, uh, Fallen, Fallen, Fallen. And <clears throat> you, the Young Bucks are more worried about themselves, um, just trying to get into shape. Doesn't seem from the only th- promotional bit I saw was his two skits, one from Dustin and one from Cody, to really promote Double or Nothing, the actual pay per view. 
everything else that's going on, like even with um, Cody's wife Brandy and Ali, I thought that would be a match at Double or Nothing. They've already scheduled that for Fight of the Fallen. So it's like they're already promoting the next pay-per-view. And like Jericho was talking to both the Young Bucks, trying to get them to separate, going their own ways. Then he was pissing off Cody, saying he's a re- he's a Mister AW, and like it feels like a lot like to me like WCW days back in the day when the stories were all over the place. Like you have a pay per view, granted, still a couple of weeks left, but there's nothing hyping it up, right? So for me, it's like, what am I watching here? I'm watching like. Well, am I supposed to be watching how Double or Nothing's coming together? And yeah, one here, a little bit here, a little bit here. Then I'm watching Hangman Page worried about the guy who's stalking him or if it's the Young Bucks and that they're stalking him. And, you know, does he have a match? Is he getting ready for his match? All this type of stuff. So it's, I can't help but wonder, like, it's like, I, WTF, like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> That's my opinion about those two shows. Take it away, Sean. Okay, so... Um, I'm a fan of both. Um, I, being the elite, you have to really be into that jumpy uh, storyline-driven video, right? Like that genre. I think it's meant to jump like that. Uh, you have a whole bunch of amateurs behind the camera, opposed to like the good um, the good promos you saw were shot more professionally, opposed to wrestlers with their cell phones. Because that's what B- BTE is, wrestlers with their cell phones. Right. Right? It's a sitcom by wrestlers with their cell phones. I, obviously, they're building... They're, they got to plant seeds for more than one show. Um, in terms of Brandy, she uh, she didn't want to book herself on the first pay-per-view. Yep, you're right. I was going to say which, that. But which is pretty yeah. good because she could have. Right? She could have. And then everybody could have talked smack about it. Yep. What do you think about the... Sorry, the librarian gimmick. Guy grows. Is there a way to promote an intergender match? Uh, it could be, actually. That's I, what I'm thinking. I think that's what it is, actually. I, I, never, was, I, I never thought of that. We, we, go didn't, on. Was that one of your topics? Sorry, Sean. No, no, no. That's just part of it. No, um, and if that's the case, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Leva Bates, and I think she'd go over. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I, I personally, I enjoy them. Um, without them, we wouldn't have absolutely no story going into... A show. It would, have it, been, it would have been like a glorified indie show. So does it make you like more excited for Double or Nothing the pay-per-view? Oh, it does, yeah. I, I mean, it's the only way to build excitement opposed to counting the days of the calendar. Right. Fair point. Yeah, I agree. Did they even put up a Being the Elite this week? I can't remember. No, they no, haven't. They, they had Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing's today. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Did they switch it to Sundays? Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Well, they're including the, the Jericho and Kenny thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's, that's what it's about. The There's another topic. thing, too. Like, Kenny's focus on his role as marketing whatever for Fight of the Fallen. I don't you, think it's you for have Fight of the Fallen. I had to uh, correct you. It's for CEO. Yeah, Fighter Fest. Oh, Fighter, Fighter Fest. Fest. Fighter Fest. And, like, Fest. he has a, yeah. supposed to be a main event match with Chris Jericho, and there's no talk about that well, yet. I, that's that's what's but happening now. It's it's the it's the jumping, and it, it's exactly what happened in New Japan. Yeah. Yeah. So my opinion on that on that uh, question that you're asking is um, BTE is more of like the comedic side uh, vlog more or less of the wrestlers like Sean mentioned um, where they aren't they're being serious but but being cryptic about it like they they throw little points in there they like for instance the last episode of uh of being the elite with with the bucks like you said they were training and saying they had ring rust which is true they haven't been in a match in quite a while and then at the end they're like do you still remember lucha libre because yeah because because the lucha brothers are claiming that they're the best in the in the world and the best in, in, in they have which every is not, right to i'm say not that. saying i'm not saying they're not one of the best they're not the best they're one of the best. I hate people saying that they're the best because it's you not true. You have to say the best because that's, know, that's I get what it. you're aiming I, for, I right? I understand that. I understand that. But that, at the that, end of the... That's already taken by Shane anyway, so... Yeah. Best bullshit. in the world. Shane Why'd McMahon. Why'd you bring that guy up, dude? Come on. He's you the just, best in the world. You better edit <laughs> that Shane McMahon. You better edit that out, but just saying. <laughs> Anyways, um, so... And they started doing Lucha Libre um, more movements at the end of the training, like hip tosses and, and arm drags and, 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 and like flipping off the wall so and whatnot and stuff like that. For people who are listening... Lucha Libre style wrestling is very different. Lucha Libre style is very, it's almost like a salsa. Their step counts are one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. It's very fast paced. Wrestling up here is more one, two, three, four. It's a little bit slower. That's why there's a big contrast in styles. Right. So, so and they were making it clear on being the elite where, um, that they, that they haven't lost the step. You know what I mean? They were, they were claiming that they were rusty, but they were letting them know, like, don't worry, we're still here. Kind of, you know? The young bucks are still here. We've been around as long as you have, and if not longer, 
and we're still here. But also for the double or nothing thing, the double or nothing is more of a serious. It's more of a. It's not. A, it's not more of a joke. They're promoting double or nothing slowly but surely. Um, at right now, the the center of attention, obviously, dude. We've been waiting to know who Cody was going to wrestle for months now, and until about last week or week before, we found out it was going to be Dustin Reynolds, which, which is his brother. by the way, Sean Lopes, Steve. our creator, uh, called it on our very first episode. That's Go right. back to listen to that. I mentioned and that. After you see that plug where Cody was talking to MJK and he did that whole skit rip off from MJF. MJF, sorry. Oh, he's going to kill you. Oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, from, he did that whole Rocky the skit. Whole time. He did that whole Rocky skit. I knew then he was going to be battling uh, Dustin. But anyway, sorry. So on. On that aspect, I believe um, BT and Double or Nothing is, like Sean said, their platform to promote something that they don't have a show, right? So they need somewhere to set a stage for what they're about to show the world. Um, some people some people might understand it. Some people... And at the end of the day, like, I, I didn't understand it at first. Like, the whole time where we were waiting and waiting... Like the whole um, the countdown to AEW or whatnot. Remember that back last year, and we're all like, "What the hell is this countdown? Oh, their contracts are running out. Or are they signing with some like WWE? Oh, what's gonna?" All but like I said the other day on the other episode, uh, the other episode of our podcast, episode number six, where you could find on all major platforms: Google, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Cheap plug. <laughs> um, <laughs> I said, what I said was, we have to wait, man. We have to wait and see. Could it be a bunch of bullshit that they're feeding us right now on BT and on Double or Nothing? Could be. Could it be some great things that we don't understand on our, on as a wrestling fan uh, on in our eyes, but they know what they're trying to do and say, and we just don't get it. It's a, it's a, it's it's basically it's it's kind of cryptic to me at this point. Like I kind of. I analyze it. I watch it. And some things that they're saying and doing, like, for instance, Cody Rhodes' promo about taking over the new era or and, and the, um, the uh, bodybuilder, blah, blah, blah. We know that's a shot at WWE. We know that's a shot at Triple H, but he didn't go out and say it. He could have, like Triple H did at, at the Hall of Fame, you know. But I think that's the, the, the step or the, 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 the direction they're trying to take. They, they want it. They want to put on a great show. But they want you to be like cliffhanger, sitting on the edge of your seat, wanting to know what's going to happen next. Yeah. And you're not yeah. going to find out until it happens. Like I said, with the AEW thing, the whole AEW, we were all waiting on that stupid clock to run out for f months. Correct? Mm -hmm. And then it finally went off and we're like, oh, bullshit. It's just Happy New Year to everybody. And then they left the stupid, they, they went back and came back. Hey, my phone's going off. And then boom, AEW's there. And AEW's born. And then it just started a roller coaster for uh, real wrestling fans. Got to throw that in there. I get what you're all saying. Um, I, Don, you have anything to add? I'm just, I'm just taking in what you guys have to say, man. Huh. Well, I agree with what you guys are saying. I just wish it was more organized, I think, because like, it seems like they're all over the place. I wish their story, what they're trying to, their content was more laid out, organized. Because, again, this is the only way they're going to communicate what's going on with their organization I right now until they get a TV deal and I whatnot. Under I understand 1,000% what you're trying to say. But, like I said, they're, they want to be different, dude. They don't want to be the same cookie-cutter bullshit organizations that we have now. Yeah, because you know? it makes sense what you're saying because when you put too much into the storyline, exactly, you're gonna know, you know? what's happening. Kind of like the argument we had about uh, when we did our preview show um, for WrestleMania. Well, not argument, our discussion. How AJ Styles and Randy Orton did the RKO out of nowhere during the interview on SmackDown. In my opinion, that should have been done at WrestleMania. Your opinion was like, okay, now we gotta wait till WrestleMania to see if they're gonna do something better and bigger, but they didn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So in that aspect, we got to wait, man. At the end of the day, it could be f epic. In my opinion, it's going to be fire. If it's anything like All In, I am expecting nonetheless nothing but greatness. Okay? But that's me. Right. I'm Savage Steve. You're Mr. E or Mr. Today. Mr. Stogie <laughs> or Mr. Stogie Mania Podcast or Mr. Podcast, a.k.a. whatever you'd like to be called. You're you're starting to turn into Johnny whatever he wants to be. Yeah, Johnny uh, Timbits, Johnny Timbits. I don't mind that gimmick at all. Change my podcast. We call him Johnny Stogie here now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not up to date, but it's Johnny Stogie. Um, fair enough. Um, so I guess 
maybe we'll see what happens after they get their TV deal. See how much it'll change their YouTube channels. Oh, absolutely. And see what's going on. I, I, to be is there going to be one for Fight of the Fallen next? I mean, that's what I would assume. There would be another like, road to Fight yeah. of the Fallen. Oh, for sure. Because this is the only. W- they don't have TV deal until what? November was October. It? October. Fall, yeah. The fall. So. Like this is their, like I said, that's their platform yeah. right now to it's, to it's promote their promotion, and w- I believe it's it's great. Social media, nobody had that back in the day. Could you, you imagine? Could you imagine how great WWE or WCW or NWA or whatever promotion ECW could have been if they had social media back then? Half yeah. of these half of these companies wouldn't have folded. Well, they would be honest, still be around. A lot of re- wrestling took a big hit when social media and the internet came out because a lot of dirt sheets started coming out and people. No, knew yes, going in on. that aspect, right? But they also have that I freedom. Agree. They have that freedom to to publicize their stuff on their own. You know what I mean? But and, and and promote. No, that's their how Zack Ryder g- made can, a name if, for himself. If I can interject here, I agree with Edson one hundred percent because once you start putting stuff out on social media, then you can automatically predict what's going to happen before it happens. And at that point, what's what's to watch? No, no, I understand in that in that stand in that aspect. But what I'm trying to say is it kind of makes it a lot easier. You know, they, like. People aren't going out and buying magazines. It's at, it's at your fingertips now. You know there's a wrestling show that's going to happen next week. It's it's there. You know what I mean on social media. Um, oh, who got signed this week? It's there on social. You don't right. have to. You don't have to call your cousin in North America. Or Remember somewhere. that hotline? They yeah, used to have? exactly. You don't have to. You know what I mean? But okay, everyone born in the '80s would know that. You no longer. And dude, it's free publicity for any promotion, which people used to have to pay to do that. Is but what it, I'm trying again, to say. Again. It it ruins. It's good and it's bad. It's a spoiler. It yes. ruins the. It ruins you wanting to tune in to see what's going to happen because you already know what's going to happen. I mean, you know uh, I mean, hey, I watched Double du- Road to Double or Nothing or and BTE, and I'm super excited. And I have no idea what the hell is about to happen. So, <laughs> and I well, watched. I've watched Being the Elite from episode one to today to whatever episode they're at now, and I've watched Double or Nothing episode one to fourteen. Do you guys hear so. what their show is supposed to be called? AWs. Uh, Tuesday night oh, Tuesday, dynamite. Yeah, Tuesday night dynamite on yeah. Tuesdays, and then SmackDown moves to Friday. It's almost Kinda like Monday Nitro. Yeah, explosives, yeah. right? I mean, I, I, at this dynamite. point, come on. He's Dusty Rhodes' son. At the end of the day, Cody, Cody, listen, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, all those guys are executive vice presidents. Yes, but nobody has taken the role on as serious as Cody has, and he has since day one. In my opinion, they all have the label. <laughs> But Cody has had, even in the Double or Nothing promos, he's got his, like, own office at a training center. Like, he plays off. He ca- I don't know if he's kayfaving or if that's his actual office or whatnot. Do you know what, you know what I'm talking about? The office he sits in? Um, he's taken on that role seriously. And, and I believe, obviously, he's Cody, he's, he's Cody Rhodes. He's Dusty Rhodes' son. So if he could relive WCW all over again the way Dusty wanted to do it back in the day, as as he he did in NXT, anybody want to stop me where I'm at? I think I think he's got the brain for it, and he's got you know. And now that he's got the money to back him, I think I think it's going to be greatness. There, but you gotta wonder how much pressure they're on these guys. Oh, for sure, if dude. AEW flops. Oh. It's all on the shoulders of Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. Like those are the guys you look to. Say, hey, what happened here? We are live at the studio here, a.k.a. the garage, a.k.a. outside, doing this podcast. And uh, The neighbor decided to cut his grass on this beautiful sunny sunny day day. in Brampton, Ontario. He (laughs) waited until 4 p.m., 5 (laughs) p.m. on Sunday afternoon to (laughs) cut his grass. Thanks, buddy guy. Anyways, anyways, uh, moving moving along, you mentioned you're excited. What's something um, that is exciting me? And not too many things happen in WWE these days that get me excited. Uh, And what I mean by that is Bray Wyatt's new gimmick. Uh, If you've seen his uh, threads on YouTube, um, I am very excited for what could potentially happen from here. Um, If you guys have not seen it, go check it out. It's almost like a Body Rogers, Mr. Dress Up. Did you say uh, Buddy Rogers? Yeah, I did no, say Buddy no, no, Mr. No. Rogers. That's better. Yeah, Buddy Rogers. <laughs> I thought, I thought I Steve was the botch king. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I, uh, That'll be my next name. I gave that away to some other people at this point. I'm pretty. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Oh, no, you didn't. What did I do now? I'll tell you after the podcast. I'm oh. not going to bury your ass <laughs> out <of> here. <laughs> Come yeah. on. What did I do now? Uh, <laughs> I'll uh, tell you after the bloopers, podcast. Bloopers. I'm not going to bury your ass Did I do here. it today? No, you did it uh, after we recorded the last podcast. 
Oh, fantastic. Oh, I can't I like wait for this one. I, Hello, I, guys. Yeah, my name is no longer Savage Steve. I'm Botch King Shithead. I'm going to... I'm gonna. Does that count as a swear jar chime, word? <laughs> I'm going to chime in on what Edson was saying here about the uh, the Bray Wyatt thing. Uh, t- to me, I agree with Sean Lopes. The, the, the whole dark aspect of Bray Wyatt was probably the best. I think the best thing that Bray Wyatt has ever done was... Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, do you think maybe he uh he changed his um his character because of Jojo's fat ass? I I think <laughs> what I think was he got a lot of media attention because of that whole thing where he had to he left his wife and all that others. So Sorry, he's trying Jojo. To, he's trying to paint he's trying to paint himself as as the good guy. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know what he's doing, man. Well, this gimmick got me excited because like I think it's a rip off from the show Titans. And if you guys ever seen it, there was this family that like ripped off in the 1950s they look like there was these families wearing proper polo sweaters and they were so polite to each other and they were driving this 50s or 60s car but they would go to they would get a phone call and it was like that phone call was like a mission they would go out and just destroy whoever they had to destroy and come back and have like dinner <laughs> like it was the most bizarre twisted thing and i think this is where this gimmick is going because um the, you find out this family was mind controlled by somebody higher and I kind of got that, kind of got that feeling when that first thread that uh, uh, Bray Wyatt posted of him. Oh, this was the old me. Here I am, the new me. So it was like, who did this to you? Was my my thought process. Somebody did this to you. So that leaves a, a storyline for that angle. Like who manipulated? Who changed Bray Wyatt? And then who are these puppets and all this stuff? Where's this world coming from? So that's opened up the doors to so many different. Um, so many different opportunities for feuds, for uh, storyline content, which got me really excited because like, at first I was like, what am I watching? And then I'm like, this is different. And when something's different, you're going to get mixed reactions. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. Some people are, don't know what to think of it. And it's getting all the right attention because you need a mixed bag of everything. Right? So, and I think this, I'm really interested to see where this angle goes. Sean? I know I will start Sean, with Sean. You he, go before, he's the Bray Wyatt lover, man. Sean, do you want to go before me or should I just say my two cents real quick? No, because I'm I'm gonna I don't wanna really take long on this. Uh Bray Wyatt uh is probably one of the best guys WWE has on a mic. You can give him a lemon, he'll get it over. Uh, <laughs> wow, dude, for real, eh? Yeah, of course. Um Okay, so I was negative on the on the whole gimmick at first, and then I kinda went crazy trying to dissect it. Um, kinda yeah, understatement. I, yeah, it was it was consuming me because I didn't want I didn't like where it was going. Um, I'm hearing that Undertaker's involved in the creative process. Where where have you heard that? If you don't mind me Actually, asking, a lot of a lot of people reported it. Okay, yeah. Um, they have like it. a Hollywood guy doing the puppets and whatnot. So that's cool. They're invest yeah. they're investing in this. Um, thank God that Moxley thing happened because now I'm more concerned over that. No. More like concerned vignette. or more interested? Yeah, more interested over that. And like I said, Bray Wyatt, there's no doubt that he can get this over. Ah, dude, like right. you just absolutely said, he can get no, a lemon over, there's man. There's absolutely no doubt that he can get it over. Absolutely none. Um, we'll just see if it, if it's going to go where I want it to go, where it's going to stay dark. Um, in terms of, you said you're wondering something happened to him. Uh, I guess it was the dip in that lake. That, <laughs> that was the start of it, right? Could be. So. Um as you guys know, I'm not much of a WWE fan at this point because of the creative that they have going for them. But I um, I did see the Bray Wyatt uh, debacle, in my opinion. That's my opinion. Um, but, hey, man, it could be something for greener pastures for him, man. You never know. Like, it could be what the WWE needs. And at this point, you know, if they're going to put give him the ball and run with it in this point of, like, in this aspect... Um, creatively, he's he's the best guy for it. Like he can, like he is demonic and sadistic, and as Bray Wyatt, and now he's playing this kind of uh, kind, it's still, gentle. Well, it's not creepy. Though. I know, but it, it's it, still it, there. I know it's, it's there, but he's portraying it as a gentle. It, what I told you guys when we weren't on the mics, I I felt like when I first saw it, Mister Dress Up effed. Uh, Mr. Rogers and had a, and had a demon child and there's Bray Wyatt. That's what I thought I saw when I first saw it. And isn't that, and isn't that, felt that thought like, disturbing? This looks disturbing. It is disturbing. So it's still creepy. But that's why I like it. The, it's the, the, the reason disturbing. why I feel like they're doing it this way 
is to bring in like that cho- the children. No offense, I know it sounds creepy and and, and I gnarly, know, but, but it's to bring in kids watch it's that. to bring in the younger the younger crowd because you know Roman Reigns can only draw so much now. John Cena isn't there as much as he should be, or or, or, or would they like him to be? Um, so you're gonna say we're gonna see an increase in sales for which puppets? Who knows, man? <laughs> Who knows? It's got dude. It, it's got it's got um, product uh, merch written all over it, man. Oh, People it are gonna buy all kinds of shit. I'm Hand start, puppets. I'm and start wearing polo sweaters again. Great. I mean, hey, I don't know. You guys know that the sponsors wanted them to pull the plug on that, though, right? Because of that whole kids thing. Oh, really? And, and See, the fact that the fact that they aired the second episode on the SmackDown shows that WWE is actually going forward with it, yeah. whether or not there's a change or not into the original plan. So well, yeah, to be fair, Vince be- has had some. Vince has had some screwed up ideas in the past. So. Yeah, most of them. Well, th- but this is good. DDS Isaac Yankum. Well, maybe Vince is listening to himself and saying, "Hey, I'm not going to keep the investors happy because we're we're tanking. I need to keep the company going. I need to keep the fans happy." And I think this gimmick has a lot of potential to go somewhere. And that's what I just see. I just see potential. Who I knows mean, what will happen hey. here? Now it has all the potential to become something great, or something really, really dumb and forgettable or laughable. Listen, at the end of the day. At the end of the day I'm out of everybody here on the last six episodes. This is episode number seven, as you mentioned earlier. I'm the one that bashes the WWE the most. Okay. I'm with you. I am no longer. I mean, I keep saying I'm no longer a fan of the WWE, but at the end of the day, dude, the little Steven Batello. Yes. That's my real name. Um, I thought your name was Mark. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Your name was Scott. Mark's not here, dude. He left the building. Um, At the end of the day, I'm a wrestling fan and I want to see the best professional wrestling that they could put on tv go to a greek town show and show exactly i mean i have it in my in my backyard which is fantastic and i love that but at the end of the day like the staple is the wwe and now hopefully aew and impact wrestling and and you know what i mean new japan pro wrestling those are the biggest staples and companies of pro wrestling that there is in the world um and i want nothing but the best for all of them but at the end of the day, if the WWE is going to keep regenerating this bullshit product that they've been doing, like uh, did but Mojo do you feel did Mojo Rawley just come out with some paint on his face the, on, on the weekend? Yeah, we yeah. saw that at the beginning of that gimmick at the, that live show that we went to. So yeah. what what is this? What is he trying to portray? The Ultimate Warrior's yeah, stepson or something? I have no idea. To be I mean, honest. I don't know, man. Like, this is don't you I'm feel saying. this gimmicks are at least original? I feel like this gimmicks. I'm OG, not saying they're not it's original. All it's not, thing, like, this does not feel recycled, to dude. Me. Do you no. remember the Giant Gonzalez? Oh yeah. Yeah. How shitty of a character was that? Yeah. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I mean, but then there's Yokozuna, the greatest, one of the greatest characters. Uh, dare I say, Sean's favorite character of the world, which is one of the best and the and uh, iconic person in professional wrestling, the Undertaker. That's Vince McMahon's brainchild right there, dude. He's had a lot of hits, all kinds, but he's also like lately had a lot of misses, which is concerning me. I do hope this Bray Wyatt thing does work out because Bray Wyatt is a fantastic worker. Never mind the gimmick. The hell with the gimmick. At the end of the day, he's Mike Rotunda's son, right? So who knows what's going to happen, man? I mean... Well, like I said, back again to the AEW. We just gotta wait it out, man. We gotta wait it out. We gotta we gotta set the course, and we just gotta chill. I mean, is it worth watching? It is kinda. It's pro- it's my I, I look forward to it now. I it's mean, but that's the only the one thing right? that WWE has going for them for me, in my opinion, because I want to see what the hell they're about to do with this. At that, that's all the only reason. What are they gonna do with it? Right. That's it. Yeah. Everything else is bullshit. Bullshit. I, no, I agree with you. Like, like, I tuned in to see where I, this I know, gimmick's going to go. I know we're completely veering into right field right now, but Becky Lynch is going to defend both her titles at Money in the Bank? Like, why? Are you kidding me? Why would you give her both titles in that in that sense? What for? There's the, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. Why didn't they unify the titles? How many? Like, here's a topic for you. How many titles do you think the WWE should have? Not as many as they do. Definitely not as many as they do. It's like, like it's like they're giving one to everybody on the roster. But New Japan has like a dozen, and they're doing all right. But here we have they have like I think eight for hey, each show. Hey, I I don't agree with the amount of of New Japan's titles as well. That's ridiculous, in my opinion. Like right. Impact's perfect. Impact has a heavyweight title. They have an X division title. They have the knockouts title. They have tag team titles. Four titles. That's it. Okay, they don't have a locker room as big as the WWE or New Japan, in that aspect, but. 
you look forward to that product because that's all they have. You know that the storyline is going to go either that way, it's either going to go right, or it's going to go left. It's not going to go both ways. We know what to expect. You know, the championships I mean? do feel more important in those shows when there's less championships. When you have too many championships, it doesn't matter, right? I feel not uh, only that mid card feuds <clears throat> for no championships feel so much more important on then, a show yeah. with less championships. Yeah, right, right. I agree. Um, so, but how do you guys feel with uh, NXT, the Undisputed Era? Looks like they're breaking up, and it started back after uh, NXT Brooklyn after uh, uh, Adam Cole failed to win the title, but. I look back at the last two tag teams to break up, and like you look at, you look at what uh, happened with uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. You look back at what happened with Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Johnny Gargano. the The turn happened out of the blue, so it seems very different to do it old school and have this gradual, dysfunctioning group break up. I can't help feel like something we're, we're in for a surprise. I don't think Triple H is going to do the traditional, okay, this is the end of the Undisputed Era. What I do think, and here's my opinion on it, I think Johnny Gargano is going to become the new leader of the Undisputed Era because Triple H said when Johnny Gargano went heel, we haven't seen his dark side yet. And then Tommaso Ciampa got injured, so they had to bring him back as a face. So what if this, you know, it's like the Undisputed Era have a problem with Adam Cole. And I can see them, Adam Cole... And, you know, going for another championship match, losing, and you have Undisputed Era swarming him, and it looks like they're going to swarm Johnny Gargano, and they swarm Adam Cole, and Johnny Gargano becomes the new leader of the Undisputed Era. That's what I think is going to happen. That's what I'm hoping is going to happen. I mean, what do you, think? you 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 um you know more than I do, obviously. But uh, NXT is I feel, the A show, by the way. I feel, absolutely. I feel that um, if it was up to Triple H... Um, it is <laughs> no, no NXT. It is NXT. Is yes, but uh, at this point, I, I'm I'm pretty sure they're they're thinking I'm bringing up Adam Cole. If they bring up Ricochet and they brought up uh, Alistair Black, uh, Adam Cole's got to be right behind there eventually, right? So for that to happen and to keep um, um, Undisputed Era intact, like Roderick Strong, great performer. Um, Isn't he so much better as a heel though? Does, I, like before, he was like nice guy to watch in a ring, but Bob, now Bob, as a heel, I love him. Bobby Fish and uh, and Riley also are very um, compatible tag team partners. Underrated, uh, underrated as well. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, are they gonna bring up that whole faction in one shot? I don't think that's what they're they're gunning for. So I think they're gonna slowly, like you said, um, uh, dissect dissect them one by one. Um, not one by one. Possibly keep uh, Johnny F- or sorry, Fish and and um, Riley together. Obviously, as a tag team, because they're they're better as a tag team than singles. No offense to the both of them; they're both great workers. But I think they're that's where their strong point is, and they're like, gonna slowly bring them up, um, possibly different brands, and then eventually one big. Boom! Undisputed Era's back, and like you know what I mean, one of those kind, maybe like a Survivor Series, or kind of like when the Shield debuted and beat the piss out of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Something like, something like that. Um, Gargano taking over new uh, Undisputed Era possibility. Nobody knows, man. At the end of the day, you, you, we got to sit and wait. Like I keep telling, like keep saying, Sean. Um, I think Roddy's the one who's gonna get kicked out. I was going to mention that. I yeah, thought Roderick yeah. Strong is the one that had the heat because he keeps losing. That, that's what I've been reading. Factions I thought it was work. Adam Cole. Factions don't work in the main roster as per Vince's mentality. Um, I'd like them to all come up at once. Uh, best theme song in all of wrestling, I think, right now, <laughs> in yeah. my opinion. Um, totally agree. Yeah, only if, only when you play it on the accordion, though. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if anybody, if they're going to break them up, somebody's got to keep that theme song. Um, but I, I don't see them breaking up. I hope not. I just, I just think Roddy gets the boot. I agree with you. I don't think Roddy's going to be. I think it's going to be Adam Cole because again, uh, Triple H. Again, if you don't think he's in control, just look at what happened to the War Raiders. War no, Raiders, no, Viking experience, Viking Raiders. I don't garbage. Yeah, but he lost that control. That's what I'm no, saying. No, he will lose. Yeah, but yeah, once soon, the talents as in he NXT, has them in NXT, NXT yes, he controls it. But at the end of the day, NXT is the. Uh, we agree it's the A A game or the A A product. A, a product for WWE for, for WWE, sure. but NXT is where they go and re- and build themselves to the main roster. And when you go to the main roster, you know who takes over, Meek Man, and he just 
debacles I, everybody. I agree. As the what is it? What is it? Viking, Viking experience. Or Viking Raiders now. R- no, they started. What was the first the name? Viking experience. Up? Viking experience. And they changed to the, the Viking Raiders. No, it was something it else. Was war, that, wasn't it Viking War Raiders? War, no, on NXT there were War Raiders. Oh. Sean, and help me. Vince here. changed. The they name. were Viking experience. Then Viking, Viking Raiders, and they were supposed to be the uh, Viking Warriors, but then. That news came out and everybody was shitting on it, so I'm assuming they didn't change it for the third time. Yeah, so they they, they made three changes within a week and a half or two, possibly. So, like I said, um, Triple H has a great mind for professional wrestling, and I'm not taking that away from him, okay? He's got a great, and I guess he, he was under the tutelage, if I'm not mistaken, of Dusty. Him and Dusty and made Rick NXT. Flair. And, of course, Flair. Um but he 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 has a great mind for the business, and he's been a he's been a wrestler for years on end. Um, and what I what I what drives me crazy is he makes these people even like Ricochet now, man. Like Ricochet's entrance was fantastic, dude. I love that entrance. Although it's, I keep saying I said it before, his entrance music is the vignette that they the music that they use for like uh, Monday Night Rock. No, years no, ago, now or? live, now forever, whatever it is, like the the, oh, the, the, the vignette the at the beginning. Logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same. It's the same. Same. Same song. Same sound. Maybe he liked it. He wanted it. But like Sean mentioned, they they called up Ricochet, but they didn't call up the Light Show, which completely. <laughs> if if you if you ask me, dude, that wasn't k- the budget, bro. Dude, that kills his entrance. That kills his moniker, man. That light show was it was it was so it was his appearance it was his um uh the word i'm looking for i I got a brain fart right now sorry boys here's another botch for you but anyways you know what i'm trying to say it was his it was his it was his voice kind of for me you know what i mean like that whole entrance it was his image it was yeah yeah. exactly when you when he entered his song hit you got excited exactly exactly. that's part of his gimmick exactly exactly and it reminded me of glacier we used to come in with with the uh laser light show right Right, and then Vince McMahon had his fingertip on it, and he said, ah, you know what? Those lights don't work for me. We're <laughs> just going to give him the same song and a few lasers here and there because he's not better than me. He's not getting a better light show than me. That's what I believe anyways. Vinnie Mac shitting on WWE once again. As long as he's not getting in the ring, I'm okay. Yeah, he did uh, He did two weeks ago, and he got punched by Mr. Roman Reigns, the big dog, his boy, Suckered him right in the nose or in the mouth, which I uh, loved every second of. <laughs> um, I don't. Know. I don't think it's like Sean said it best. Uh, NXT is perfectly booked. It's probably the perfectly booked show on any program, like not just WWE, but on Impact, ROH. It just you like. I still think an hour is all you need for wrestling. Two tops for a show. I don't like the three-hour Raw. I don't like how SmackDown's gonna go three hours. It's too long for a TV show like that. And now pay-per-views are drawn out to four hours, seven and a half hours for WrestleMania, which had 16 matches. 16 matches and seven and a half hours. And then we watched Impact, and it was eight matches in three hours. And let me tell you something. I remember Rebellion way more than I remember WrestleMania. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Like, Have you seen it yet, Sean? No, not yet. Oh, man. Yet. You said it last episode. He's Slacker. In- I have it downloaded, though. All right, step one complete. You have it. <laughs> um, Sean, I'll tell you right now, the three hours of Rebellion will erase the seven and a half of WrestleMania for you. So that, yeah, and it'll make, I agree. It'll, I agree on it. It'll already. make, it'll, <laughs> it'll inspire you to like wrestling that much more again. <laughs> like, so we just got into the, the, my next point or my, my next opinion I wanted to talk about or my next stogie I'm throwing into the fire. Um, I think wrestling shows are way too long. There's way too many of them. Um, I'm a fan of like, like I said, NXT, the old one hour, here it is, you know, give me what I want to see and bounce, you know, it's better for the product that you can film. You can do a whole house show and break it up to two, three episodes if you really wanted to. So for, for production value, it totally makes sense. Um, and pay-per-views for me, bring it back to three hours, man. Oh, and I, for sure. And I really, I don't know, this is going to be the, I, I'm going to pass this question on to all of you. How do you feel about a halftime show? Because I would like all like a pay per view, even a three hour pay per view, to have some kind of halftime halftime break or show. So like you would have your intro match, a second match, your third match would be like your one main event, and then halftime break or show. Then you start all over again, and then that's your three hour show. You know what I mean? So you can, I think it'll break up the wrestling, bring back the energy into the arena because like we were at Greek Town, we were at Destiny, and. 
Especially Destiny. At one point, I really needed a break, right? Yeah, that was the pay-per-view. So, yeah, you yeah. didn't get the break that we usually get. Yeah, you know what I mean? It really worked out for Greek Town when they had the break, pause, everyone go to concession stands, do what this, you got to do. This next back. Destiny, are you coming? Sorry to cut you off. No, I can't. Okay, so you, if you were to go, you're going to... They will break. have that break. Okay. But I just, I'm a fan of it. You need, like, all major sporting events, if we can compare wrestling to sports, the NBA, the NFL, they have half times. Right, I just think wrestling needs a halftime. That's my opinion. So I'm saying one hour for a TV show, three hours for a pay-per-view, and a halftime. Sean, what do you think? I think Raw should go back to two hours, no doubt. Uh, that's step one. Uh, step two would be to cut WrestleMania down to at least... I'd, I'd go four. Four would be perfect for Mania, but five, I, I'd, I'd be okay with five. Take away two hours. I'm, uh, sorry, I, if you go four or even five, it has to have this halftime show that Edson's bringing up. If you, if in my opinion, no, nah, not in a perfectly booked WrestleMania. I don't think so. No, no. no. Wow. For, you, and I'm just saying that's for Mania, and then those the B list pay per views. Obviously, four hours is more than enough. That's what I think. Sometimes I think three hours is more than enough for them. But you know what, um, Edson? Uh, sorry, Sean, are you done? I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, I like where you're going with this one hour thing. The thing with that is like WWE is so big and it's got so many, so many amazing talents with three hours that they have on both three and two. Is it SmackDown? Yeah. With the time that they have for those two shows right now, they're not utilizing half of the talent. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. With that time. So imagine if they do cut it down to one hour, then we're really going to see some really shitty, shitty product in my opinion, because Dude, there's so many good wrestlers in WWE locked down to contracts for 10 years, if not more, if not less, whatever, at the end of the day. But they're not being utilized, dude. Right, I, no I, way, shape. I'm going to do Cesaro and Sheamus. I understand Sheamus is 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 um medically uh ha- has issues. Um, he has some kind of deformality. I'm not yeah, sure what it is. Degenerative uh, spinal disease. Right. Okay. So, but the bar, man, that tag team was hot as fire, man. Like, such a good tag. Why would you split them up? Why? Why? Why does Vince do anything? Exactly. It's just the, those little things. Like, if you narrow that, if you narrow Raw or even SmackDown down, okay, two hours I can roll with. Two hours is comfortable. They can still do it. But they have so much talent. And it's just not, it's just not, in my opinion, if they, listen, if they were to continue doing three hours, okay, but they need to kill 205 Live. They need to bring up 205 Live, kill two, sorry, not to bring up the cruiserweight division, split the division in half between Raw and SmackDown, okay, give them an hour on each show to, to, to show off their product in a few matches, you know what I mean? It might create that um diversity that they need for people to keep wanting to watch that three hour show well as of october uh 205 live will be fused with smackdown and smackdown supposed to be three hours so um here's my rebuttal to that is that if you had a one hour product i think more athletes would get more airtime but not on a weekly basis so what i mean is that you have one person have their 20 minutes. They won't be featured next week. Like how they do in NXT. Right. So I think more people get more exposure, but not on a weekly consistent basis. Right. So which means though the match quality would go up, I think. Right. Because they're going to have their time. Right. So you have time for the match, time for this. And also injury times would seem more realistic. Like Becky Finch's late face getting popped. Becky who? Becky Lynch. You said Finch. Did I say Finch? You did. I thought I said Lynch. Yeah, you're talking too uh, fast. Slow down, bud. Becky Lynch He's is... overexcited, Mr. Uh, Mr. E over here. I'm marking out already. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's um, back. <laughs> Mark's <yeah>. back. <laughs> but, like, Becky Lynch's injury I thought was so bogus because after, like, when I've been two weeks, her face was repaired from a broken nose. And, like, so I, I, I still question if that was a work. But, like, somebody gets injured on a one-hour program. You know you're not going to see him for the next two, three weeks, which means you can sell it more. Right, I just think it's better, and it's also better for the workers because they come to one show. The next two weeks, three weeks is taped, type of thing. Have right? You, have you ever watched? Sorry to interrupt you. So, have you ever watched Lucha Underground? Some uh, some episodes. I know they film you everything should, in yeah, one dude, season. If you uh, if you're into month, that whatever. one hour production kind of thing, you should watch every season of it. You would be in heaven because they literally show their show is one hour. It's 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 um a soap opera. It's a pro wrestling soap opera. You know they have. 
such good vignettes. The production value is so good. And it's the same guy shooting, like, Broken Skull thing. Uh, Ian Van Wagner, I think his name is. The same guy does Steve Austin's show, his reality show that he does. Um, and the creative standpoint, it, it sounds like it's right up your, your alley what you're looking for. Um, I know, I'm not sure if there is any more seasons coming out, but the last, the four seasons that they do have from episode one to whatever it is 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 complete like you said is is so thrilling to see one face one week and then break from that face and then you got to wait to see in a couple weeks what's going to happen with that face unless you know he's booked in some kind I of i feel match. Like, like nxt is exactly like that their wrestlemania is perfectly booked like yeah, sean says their wrestlemania is called um oh man i forget what it's called now it's been a while since i watched the underground but they do it in in, in like four or five different episodes they break it down, you know, which for me is awesome. So like they do like one match and they give them like a 30 or 40 minute time, time limit uh, in a match. And then they, they like the episodes over and then you got to wait till the next week to watch. And, but it's still continuing. They keep calling it the same. Um, it's their version of their WrestleMania and they keep calling it like, this is uh, episode, whatever this, uh, something. it just feels like when called. you watch a, a two hour, three hour show, they repeat the same topic a dozen times. They try to drill into your head. Because you have so much going on that you're going to forget about. It. That's why I think they keep re, re, rehashing it, reiterating it. As opposed to when you have one hour, you focus on it and it sticks with you. Because like your attention span is only so long. You yeah. can't sit there for three hours. I just sat through three hours of The Avenger and I loved it. I saw it twice. Because like, there's so much that goes on. You have to go back and rewatch it. So, I don't know. What do you say, Don, as you uh, light that stogie up? For Second me, stogie. Man, stogie. that's a first, Jesus. eh? That's a first. Wow, I was, man. I was listening to you guys talk for so long, I had to light up Whoa. another one. Sorry, you Don. Too. You, can, Son, you can chime you in You should just time. be like, hey, can I say something or put your hand up? Well, out, I don't want to cut you guys. But no, dude, you got to talk, but You got to have a voice on stogie, man. Going, going back to the original question, I'm all I'm all for the, the not, not really a, a, like, I'm all for the break. I just don't want to see none of that, like, halftime performance by, like, a celebrity kind of, like, you know what I mean? You don't think a guy like Fo- like Chris Jericho would like to have a Fozzie halftime show? That would uh, be sick. I mean, that would be crazy. Yeah, but they used to do that at WrestleMania. Bring in, like, I remember I remember the last guy I saw was Machine Gun Kelly. And uh, he was, the, I guess, the soundtrack for WrestleMania. I have that song on my podcast. I'm on my podcast. They did on it with my people phone. and Flo Rida, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. This was, this was, yeah. We're talking at least five years ago, at least, right. roughly. And I didn't mind those bricks because I, I didn't watch them. I went through the bathroom. I did other stuff, yeah. right? That was my time to Yeah, but see, that's, that's so. the point. The whole point of the break is to go and do what you got to do, not sit through a whole musical presentation. But see, like that's, I got to disagree with you because I need... The NFL, that's why the Super Bowl, everyone, half the people tune in for that halftime show because not everyone's a football fan. So you have a killer artist doing your halftime show, you're going to attract more a uh, bigger audience, which means buy rates go up, everyone watches your product, and you are a publicly traded company. So why wouldn't you do that? Well, maybe you have investors Vince's, keep happy. When Vince's XFL comes out and he does his again, uh, again <laughs> and uh, he strikes out for a second time, uh, he's going to be like, uh, guys. I didn't get to do my halftime show because XFL sunk again. So we're going to do halftime shows now at WrestleMania, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, and what's the last one? The Royal Rumble. That's man. the one. How can you miss How the can Rumble? You miss the I know. That's, that's like my the favorite one, one, too. <laughs> Holy shit. Just that's my favorite that. of the four. I'm so, dude, someone slap me now. I'm leaving. Have a nice day, you're, guys. You're, Your name has been changed to slap me, Steve. You're botch king again. Slap nuts, Steve. Slap. Oh, Jeff Jarrett, shout outs. <laughs> Um, but so I guess we're all in agreement. Like WWE's got to cut back the length of their sh- products. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll sign up on that petition like six times you know if I, mean? I could. And you guys are not. Oh, you guys are open to a halftime show depending the length of the show. Yeah, depending, depending right? on it. Yeah. So wow, well, well, well at least we did, we end this sh- uh, podcast on agreement. So th- I guess the stogie didn't get caught on fire. That's all right. <laughs> uh, but like. So I don't know about you guys, but I had a fun time doing this. This was cool. Oh, it's, it's always good my, times. It's always good my times. opinion. Uh, but I want this to be like I guess this is a trial one. But I want this to be like a, an occurring thing. If somebody here has an opinion, has their own stogie they want to throw into the fire, hey man, say it, voice it, and we'll evaluate. We'll see. Hey, if we, if you feel right to feel the way you do, um, and also for all of our uh, subscribers and everyone who's listening, uh, like like Stevie said. On, uh, just call me Stevie. Yeah, Stevie. Stop. Stevie Stop. podcast. Pump the brakes on that. Savage but Stevie <laughs> podcast. This is where I draw the line. I have two people in the existence of this world that can call me Stevie. 
Um, I've recently told Channing Decker this, and I allowed him to do it because he's too nice to me, so he's number three. <laughs> so other uh, than that, there is no other person in the world other than my cousin, Al. Shout out to Al in Fall River, Massachusetts. I don't know if you'll ever listen to this. My, he my, should be, man. He should. should. My godmother that passed away two years ago of cancer, God rest your soul, and now Channing Decker. No one else is allowed to call me Stevie ever ever I'm going to work on being number four. No. You will never do that. I, I will blacklist <laughs> you, son. I will I will okay. take your name off my phone right now. So be blacklisted E. <laughs> uh, but like Steve said, we're on Spotify. We're on uh, we're on uh, iTunes, all Google. Uh, what else is the other one? Twitch. Google Podcasts. We're on Podcast, YouTube Spotify, well. you said, and Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah. Um, Leave a comment, sir. Leave a comment on this video because I want to hear what you guys think about any of these opinions or any of these topics we covered. Sorry, I, your I, for, I forgot to cut. I'm sorry to cut you off. Also, when we do do our vlogs, we have six episodes now. We we have them on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Yep. And Sean, if they do want to support our podcast, where could they do that, my friend? Pro Wrestling Tees. You can buy a shirt and the proceeds from the shirt will go to help funding our wrestling show that we're working on for the fall. So... Stay tuned for that, guys. Stogie Mania is definitely going to run wild in Brampton, Ontario. Edson, this was a pleasure, buddy. I, I, um, I've hosted the last few shows. I'm going to say my, uh, I can't take my hat off because my headphones are on, but my, my hat's off to you. Um, normally we you do set the bar pretty high, my man. No, 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 no. I'm not setting any bars for anybody. This is the I, tallest one here. He is the bar, right? Listen, <laughs> I'm the heaviest. I'm not the strongest, but uh, I might be the tallest. Um, uh, it's always That's it's, a, given. it's always a pleasure to share the table with you boys. Um, I'm very um, thankful for you guys having me on the on the podcast. This is me, Savage Steve, signing off. God bless to everybody. There's three things we do well. The trifecta. What are they? Not wrong. It's what we do right. I said it. We well. do well. Oh, sorry. Another boss. I got it. We got to yeah. Another We got to start having a little thing. <laughs> you know what? We got to blacklist the Don over here. He's he's booking me on every botch I do. For Christ's sake, the Don's have already. You ever, have you even listened to our podcast yet, big boy? The, the Don's already in the black book with Al Capone. So never mind Al Capone. Al Capone ain't got shit on me, bud. <laughs> with that, uh, the trifecta is great wrestling, great cigars, and great company. All right, this is from for, for the Don for Savage Steve. For the creator, my name is, today, my name is Mr. E, uh, signing off. Oh, we called you Mr. Podcast. Oh, Mr. Podcast today. There you go. Signing off.